No. Fuck. No. I didn't help her kill anybody. I didn't help her do anything. She called me and she needed me. I fucking went and picked her up. Except people were following her. She didn't kill Melinda. She didn't. She really didn't. She did. I know she did. I was. I went to this house with her. And fucking. She got. She. She got him to a minute in front of me. And. She told everybody that, what he told her. And so. They want to kill her. So I thought, I don't know what to think anymore. All I know is I thought my sister would leave me. I thought they were going to kill her. Welcome to In Search Of, Missing in America. This podcast is done with the intention of bringing awareness to missing persons cases. No suspects are ever identified. These recordings are featured only to help bring the missing home to loved ones. Thirty-five year old Melinda Lopez went missing in November 2020 along with her dog Echo. She was living in Newport, Washington at the time. Melinda was an avid animal lover and enjoyed writing poetry. Her story includes a tangled web of people and drug addiction. A majority of missing persons cases involve drug addiction or mental illness. Out of the 661,000 missing persons cases, approximately 90% are recovered, either alive or deceased. The other cases are unresolved. There are 40,000 unidentified people currently in the United States, enough to fill a small city. The town of Newport has approximately 2,000 residents, which borders Idaho and offers beautiful lakes and wilderness for campers and hikers. But while the small town has its quaint beauty, it also has a high crime rate. Now, I typically don't include mundane statistics, but in Melinda's case, I will. It may shed light on her story. Newport has a higher than average crime rate and it has a crime index of 11. 100 is the safest. Newport has a crime rate 70% higher than other cities and towns of the same size in Washington state. A person has a 1 in 30 chance of becoming a victim of property crime here, and that is 1.4 times greater than the U.S. average. Newport crime rate is higher than 90% of U.S. cities. Assaults, burglaries, and thefts make up a majority of these crimes. Perhaps the reasoning is that 23% of Newport's residents live below poverty, which is 13% higher than the national average. Ponderay County amassed 911 arrests over the past three years in 2017. 
Unemployment in this small city is 9% compared to the national average of 5.9. Another interesting statistic is that 81% of its residents claim no religion. Ponderay County has a higher rate of diabetes and obesity compared to the Washington state average, and there is higher alcohol consumption. The median house value and household income is below the state average. People who are institutionalized is above the state average. And there are 25 alcohol and drug rehabilitation centers in and around Newport, Washington. Methamphetamine, cocaine, marijuana, alcohol, and heroin are the top abused substances in the area. In fact, the county has the highest rate of opioid-related deaths, which is 2.5 times the state average. When it comes to education, Newport High School placed in the bottom 50% of all schools in Washington for overall test scores. 33% of graduating students are not proficient in reading, and a whopping 68% are not proficient in math. So what is the point in revealing these daunting statistics? Because children are graduating at a higher disadvantage to become successful, and adults who live there are underprivileged, all leading to drug and alcohol abuse, mental illness, and sadly, crime. I spoke with Melinda's mother, Yolanda. I typically include interviews with family members, but in this particular case, I was unable to due to Yolanda's poor phone reception. But I wanted to continue to feature Melinda's story because I believe her story needs to be shared. Yolanda has been investigating her daughter's disappearance on her own. The Newport Police Department has circulated flyers and bulletins regarding Melinda's disappearance, but with only three officers and one chief, resources to find missing people in this town are difficult. Yolanda went to Newport, Washington to look for her daughter after she went missing in November 2020. Her mother said that it's unlike Melinda not to call her, and she knew something was wrong when she didn't hear from her on her birthday. Yolanda has been a tenacious advocate for her daughter through social media, phone calls, tips from the streets, she continues to seek justice for her missing daughter. Many theories and speculations surround Melinda's disappearance, but the biggest one is murder. When I spoke to Yolanda, she said that the authorities went to a person of interest's home with a 10-day search warrant after receiving a tip that a body may have potentially been buried in the yard. Cadaver dogs did hit on an area which was dug up, but nothing was found. That person of interest was not arrested, and we are not naming them for privacy reasons and the current ongoing investigation. But Yolanda does suspect foul play with this individual, and she continues to investigate on her own, despite the dangers she may cross. When I spoke to Melinda's mother, she said that one theory is that Melinda was murdered by someone and two other individuals helped cover it up. She said that she's not sure what could have led up to the murder of her daughter, but she has theories. 
Perhaps her daughter saw something she shouldn't have seen. Maybe she was going to report a male who she knew of who was drugging women and raping them. Or maybe, like Yolanda mentioned, her daughter, who had a history of theft, stole from someone and was killed. After our own investigations, we noticed that in 2016, Melinda was posting about disappearing. In fact, one post said, quote, If I went missing, would you come looking for me? End quote. A chilling and disturbing irony. I asked Yolanda if Melinda could have vanished on her own accord, given the fact that she posted quite a bit about disappearing. But her mother is adamant that this is not the case. She firmly believes her daughter met her demise at the hands of a killer. Yeah, well, we didn't think that they were going to hurt Melinda either. They're desperate and they're scared and I'm talking to the cops. I'm not taking any chances and I'm, I'm just, I'm done talking and I'm too far away now to turn back. I spoke to an anonymous source regarding Melinda's disappearance. This person did not want to be identified for safety concerns. They shared texts from Melinda just days before she went missing. One text said on November 11th, 2020, quote, well, my roommate is still not talking to me, so I'll just have to go out there anyways. So I'd like to have you and a friend come with me. Things could get ugly, end quote. Melinda was texting this individual and asking for help to move out of the home she shared with multiple people. Days later, another text was sent. On November 15, 2020, she told him to drive to her home. When he arrived, he told her that his four-wheel drive would not make it completely up the rough driveway. As he waited for her, he told her he was running out of gas and would need to leave soon. Soon after, a man drove up and said Melinda called him for a ride too and that he could leave. The anonymous source told me that they left. Melinda texted him and told him to come back, but he was unable to as he was close to running out of gas. On November 17, 2020, our anonymous source texted her and asked her if she was okay. Melinda never replied. After talking to our source, they said that Melinda had a nice personality and would do anything for anyone. Allegedly, she was living in what this source said is a drug house, where many other alleged addicts were residing. According to our source, she was living in a trailer, without water or electricity, a commune of sorts. As we continued talking, our source told us that there are many rumors surrounding Melinda's disappearance in the small county of Ponderay. Rumors that one man she was living with was infatuated with her, he had a gun, they struggled, and he accidentally shot her. Another man came home and told him to finish her off, and they buried her in carpet. Another rumor is that Melinda was buried somewhere in Montana, and yet another rumor is that she was buried in a glacier. Our anonymous source said there were at least four men living in the home and one woman. After Melinda went missing, one left the state, 
which was said to be out of character for him, but he later returned. One fact does remain. The sheriff's office is working on her case. They have interviewed sources and implemented a search warrant. At this time, there have been no arrests, and, as far as the public knows, no suspects. Melinda has been missing for at least three months. With a small town of 2,000 people, where everybody knows everyone, rumors are bound to spread like wildfire, especially when authorities cannot share details of the case. People want to know what happened, where Melinda is, and when information is not provided, it's human nature to speculate. And all of these theories are just that, speculation. It is quite possible Melinda went missing on her own accord to disappear from small town drama, maybe get away from drugs that plague the town. Sadly, Melinda's mother said her food stamp card has not been used since she went missing, so that theory is probably unlikely. However, her mother said, and our anonymous source, said that Melinda has gone missing in the past, but she has always checked in with someone. The fact is, Melinda is missing, and many townspeople are looking for answers. Melinda has a few identifying marks. She has pierced ears, her last name Lopez tattooed on her back, a three-star tattoo on her chest, Batman on her wrist, and Oliver on her left arm. She dyes her hair and has colored it brown, strawberry, red, and blonde. She's five foot four and 130 pounds and has blue eyes. If you have any information on this case, Melinda's mother is urging you to come forward so she can bring her daughter home. You can call the Ponderay County Sheriff's Office at 509-447-3151, extension 5135. Melinda was someone's daughter, someone's friend, cousin, and niece. Please, if you know anything, her mother urges you to call. A GoFundMe page has been established for Melinda with a $5,000 goal. This money will be used towards private investigators, attorney fees, missing persons, flyers and posters, and gas and travel expenses for private investigators. Yolanda was given voice recordings of an individual who was an alleged witness to a crime involving her daughter. The witness went to authorities, but was dismissed by authorities because at the time they were under the influence of illicit drugs, thereby making their statement null and void. In fact, the witness stated that another witness also went to authorities and their statement was also dismissed due to illicit drug use. The individual's voice has been altered to protect their identity, and I do include them throughout this podcast. One witness to an alleged crime against Melinda said to an unnamed source that people had been following them. Their brakes were tampered with along with their electrical system, which caught fire. This witness claimed that they had to leave town for their safety and the safety of their kids. They've been following me. They've been fucking my brakes. Don't work no more, fuck it. 
to my electrical shit in my seat. Caught on fire. I don't know what to do. She... I don't know. It doesn't matter. I did the only thing I can do. I left. I'm not gonna have my kids fucking hurt or die because, uh... Because, uh, they were with me. I threatened them all last night. Ponderay County is not unfamiliar to missing people, murder, and crime. A brief history of crime in this small border town, and one can see decades of drug crimes dating as far back to the late 90s and even before. Listen to the following cases and you can make up your own mind. In 1997, a shootout involving a methamphetamine drug raid had ties to Ponderay County. Four people were apprehended. In 2002, a multi-state drug bust occurred in the Pacific Northwest with ties to Ponderay County. In 2005, six people were arrested for methamphetamine narcotics trafficking. 2010, two men were wanted in relation to a secret methamphetamine lab and stolen vehicles on their property. 2013, four people were arrested for possession of methamphetamine along with intent to sell. November 2020, four men were charged with the kidnapping and murder of a teenage boy. February 2021, 35-year-old man fell unconscious. His death is being investigated as suspicious. November 2020, 51-year-old Ronald Poole went missing. He was last seen November 21st. Unlike many missing persons cases, Ronald was found safe two days later. June 2018, 16-year-old Elijah Toombs went missing. July 2017, 50-year-old Marty Lang goes missing. His body is found in January 2020 near Medellene Falls. Anne Marine Rold, 15, disappeared August 23, 2012, from a Ponderay County foster home. 71-year-old Kenneth Hall went missing in Ponderay County October 2020. And the latest missing person, 35-year-old Melinda Lopez. Thank you for listening to In Search of Missing in America. You can find us at www.insearchofmissinginamerica.org. Here you will find resources such as advocacy, search and rescue organizations, safety and prevention, self-defense tactics, and you can submit a claim for a missing loved one. There are also mental health resources for families. Included in the website is a 114-page manual for free download to help families who have missing family or friends. You can listen to our podcast on anchor.fm forward slash help find the missing Spotify, Apple podcast, and many other platforms. Our podcast is currently reaching 26 countries. We are striving to reach many more. 
If you would like to become a listener supporter, you can subscribe on anchor.fm forward slash help find the missing, although it is not necessary. Until next time, stay safe. Before getting into this podcast, I wanted to go ahead and give credit where credit is due. I used a lot of sources for this podcast. You can find these sources on anchor.fm forward slash help find the missing. The following are sources used in this podcast. Neighborhoodscout.com Citydata.com Again, citydata.com forward slash Newport, Washington, datausa.io, drugrehabs.org, northpointwashington.com, publicschoolreview.com, and www.khq.com forward slash help me Haley. Thank you all for your sources, and I hope that I recognized everyone appropriately. Enjoy the show.